today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, your community of Live 90.5. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Emily Minnie. The head of the COVID-19 task force says he is not ruling out cash incentives to bolster vaccination targets, but demand is exceeding supply. The federal government's coronavirus plan aims to see 80% of the population vaccinated in Stage 3, with everyone having received their first dose by Christmas. Labor has praised the prospect of a $300 incentive payment for those who get the jab, but the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has already rubbished that idea. COVID Task Force Coordinator Lieutenant General John Fruin says incentives are an option which will be looked at when supply increases. Incentives is something that we will consider, but right now Australians are coming forward. Uh, you know, we've, in the last seven days we've had 1.2 million doses uh, go into people's arms. Demand is still exceeding supply right now, so the time for incentives I think may be later in the year. The federal government is investing $120 million into early childhood care and support for Indigenous children. From Canberra, Amanda Kopp reports. Indigenous children, particularly in remote areas, are more likely to start school behind their peers and the government wants to change that. $82 million will go towards a program that supports Indigenous kids and mothers from birth to when they start school, as well as $30 million for Indigenous-run childcare centres. The first few years of life are critical in education and developmental outcomes and children who fall behind often struggle to catch up. The announcement comes ahead of the Closing the Gap implementation plan, which will be announced tomorrow. Amanda Kopp, National Radio News, Canberra. Researchers say the debilitating effects of prolonged and hotter bushfire seasons are now starting to become apparent. Erin Archer reports. The University of New South Wales and Kirby Institute found at least 15% of people in bushfire-affected areas experienced ill health during the 2019-2020 season. The study found the lingering effects of the bushfires mainly affected people with pre-existing conditions, but normally healthy people weren't spared either. We really need to be planning for more severe bushfire seasons and, you know, rather than just reacting at the time. Professor Rainer McIntyre says targeted messages would be an ideal way of warning residents of areas vulnerable to bushfire. Her research team is also conducting clinical trials of respirator and mask use during smoke exposure. Police have found the body of a missing man whose car was submerged in floodwaters in Western Australia's Wheatbelt region. A major search was launched for 34-year-old Ajit Khan, whose ute was found stranded during a storm last week. WA police say Mr Khan's body had been found within the search area. A report will be prepared for the coroner. Mr Khan had been travelling back from Perth to his home in the nearby Hills region when his car became submerged in floodwaters about 220 kilometres southeast of Perth. In Olympic news, the skateboarding top eight are currently in their final. Australian Poppy Smith is in medals contention after qualifying sixth. She has completed her first run with a score of 35.20. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. 
now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. Wednesday afternoon here on Alive 90.5, you're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Here on this, fr- this very sunny Wednesday afternoon, I've got to say it's a little bit chilly though, it's 16 degrees and tops of 16 today, unfortunately, it's going to be a windy day. Tomorrow, Thursday, we've got tops of 19 degrees, mostly sunny, and a sunny day Friday, tops of 20 degrees. <laughs> We've been very blessed, i got to say. And now, on Alive 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. In North Sydney, the Pacific Highway at Charles Street, there's been some emergency road work. There's been a block sewer. Two of north, two of four northbound lanes closed. And in Feasance Nest, in the Hume Highway approaching Avon Dam Road, has been a hazard of a falling tree. Southbound traffic is affected. This isn't the greatest beat to listen to. I know it is. It's Business Insights with Mario and Matt here on Alive 90.5. We are we are very blessed today. We have a very special guest. This guest is someone who is very, very, very inspiring. She has... Better be, Matt. Better be, Matt. Because I pushed two other guests for that guest of ours. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Alive 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario. As I met, said at this time of COVID, it requires the special skills, and um, this lockdown doesn't make it people overly happy. But we are here to make your day bright and shiny. So, Matt, we're gonna we're gonna play some music first, and then we're gonna put our guest on uh, online. Unfortunately, as you know, uh, due to lockdowns, many presenters in this studio cannot attend. So, Matt and I, we are quite feeling the shoes of many. And uh, we are hoping you join this radio. So let's go listen to some music, Matt, and uh, we connect our first guest. It sounds good. I'm very excited for our first guest. Her name is Gabrielle Village. I find her very inspiring. Guys, you're listening to a live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario and Matt. She's solo maintenance, don't need no champagne, poppin' entertainment. Take her to Wendy's, can't keep her off me. She wanna dip me like them fries in her frosty. But every now and then when I get paid, I gotta spoil my baby with an upgrade. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that Bourbon Street stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top too. Two straws, one check, girl, I got you Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam Squeaky, squeaking in the truck, bed all the way home Some Alabama jammer, she my Dixieland delight That's how we do, how we do Fancy like My girl is happy, rolling on a vest. Don't need no mansion to get romance. She's super fine, double wide, slow dancing. But every now and then, when I get paid, I gotta spoil my baby with an upgrade. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's. 
Cookies on a date night Got that bourbon street steak with the Oreo shake And some whipped cream on the top too Two straws, one check, girl, I got you Booty like Natty in the styrofoam Squeaky squeaking in the truck, bed all the way home Still Alabama jamming, she my Dixieland delight That's how we do, how we do Fancy like my new clean blue jeans without the holes in them Country kisses on my lips without scalding them Yeah, she probably gonna be keeping some Victoria's Secrets Maybe a little Maybelline, but she don't need it in the kitchen Light radio slows down Box wine and her up dude goes down Ay, Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night Got that Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake And some whipped cream on the top too Two straws, one check, girl, I got you Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam Squeaky squeaking in the truck bed all the way home Still Alabama jamming, she my Dixieland delight That's how we do, how we do Fancy 90.5, all the way from the 70s, 80s, 90s and today Term 3 courses are open for enrolments at the Parramatta College and you have the option to learn either face-to-face in the classroom or online via Zoom. Courses include leisure and lifestyle, languages, computer skills, business and work skills. Fee-free training is also available. This training is subsidised by the New South Wales Government and eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enrol today. Call 9687 2072 or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. Station sponsor. Mmm. Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling is slow-cooked for that big crunch and taste. Put some crunch in your munch. As a 100% Australian-owned business, Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling have been supplying deliciously crispy snacks in three crunch-tastic flavours. Barbecue, chilli and original to pubs, bottle shops, grocers and butchers in the Hills District. Order some now by visiting our website at pennyscrackling.com.au, spelt with a Y, or calling 02-8068-9664. Station sponsor. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Jacob. We're two of the 50 million scouts around the world. We hike, camp, sail, canoe, and climb. It's awesome. Outdoors is our playground and where we learn. From the age of five, we learn to care for ourselves and for others. And together, we develop new skills while we have fun. Scouts is less screen time and more reality. It's about making friends for life. Scouts prepares you for life's adventures. Check out your local scout group at joinscouts.com.au. It's 11 minutes past two here on a live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Guys, I'm very, like I said many times already, I'm very excited. We have Gabrielle Village who is live with us. She is a well-respected leader in the mental health sector with over 24 years experience working across government and government sectors. We have her live and Gabrielle, how are you? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. And I've, I've got to say, like, you're a guest that I was, I've already said it, excited, but like, <laughs> I've been waiting for this interview because I really respect you very, very, very much. I, I want you to know you have a um, very authentic way about 
about how you approach your job. And well, I mean, it's, is it a job? It's more of a passion, it seems like. When <laughs> okay, the bottom line, Gabrielle, she's an expert and leader in mental health. That's what you're trying to say, right? <laughs> uh, so, so like, uh, Gabrielle, this is the second voice, the sexiest voice, not, not like a Matt. He's, he speaks English, I'm the sexiest voice. So, uh, uh, Gabrielle, for the all listeners, do you mind that just uh, briefly just introduce yourself so our listeners know who is our guest? Yeah, sure. Um, so I um, currently work as a Director of Social Inclusion and Recovery, a long title, with um, Metro South Addictions and Mental Health Services in Queensland, So, um, which covers um, uh, different areas um, within um, Brisbane. And um, my role is um, one of lived experience, so or living experience, so a person who experiences or uh, have mental health issues. So it's a um, an interesting role in that um, it's a executive role, but um, I bring the perspective of that, and I also have a um, a large um, lived experience team. So people with mental health issues who come, who've come back to the workplace and work as peer workers. So we have um, 72 peer workers um, across the um, the service, and uh, I also work with the commission as the co chair for the um, uh, Mental Health and Drug Advisory Council. Um, so that's the Queensland Mental Health Commission um, in in Queensland, obviously. Um, yeah, so, um, and have a background working um, for, for the last over two decades um, across the non-government sector, but specifically I've been um, 16 years now in Queensland Health. So, yeah, bringing that perspective of the, um, the patient um, to the service. That's a very yeah. interesting. That's a very, very impressive and interesting. But why mental health? Eh? Um, why mental health? Because yes. I, I had um, it, probably experiences in um, mental health, and also lost my um, my best friend, um, who unfortunately took took her life um, twenty eight years ago. So that's what sort of led me into, you know, there were there were some sort of conversations and, you know, obviously signs that um, I probably didn't see. So um, it sort of gave me, you know, the incentive to um, to do some work in mental health. Um, also that I'd had my um, own experiences of mental health and um, uh, had had an admission to a um, psychiatric ward in which I didn't have great experiences but um, wanted... Um, you know, obviously, to you know, to, for people to have better experiences than than I did, um, and it was from there that I um, met someone in hospital who um, sort of uh, really um, mentored me and gave me great hope um, that you know that I might be able to to help people and to work in mental health. Um, so she invited me into a um, group which I became involved in, and then um, it was a edu- schools education program. And uh, I started working with them as a volunteer, and sort of within that that twelve months, I became the um, the coordinator for that program across the the Gold Coast in Queensland. So that was sort of my introduction into into the field. It, it, it's amazing how just one mentor, like I suppose, brought about a level of inspiration for you to want to create this massive impact, and you're essentially doing that for other people now with because you work in the peer worker space. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, yeah, you know, I also always use that that um, sort of example. And um, you know, the lady's name was Tracy, and 
uh, she'd had um, schizophrenia and she used to come into the wards and talk about, you know, how she'd been well for 10 years. And I've told you this story, Matt, you know, and how mm. that um, inspired me. I thought, oh, you know, if only I could, you know, even just for 12 months to be to be well, to be in that space. So um, I actually went back to work for that service and it was there that I employed um, some um, peers to sort of do similar work um to Tracy, because uh, I, I just realised that that importance of connecting with people on the same level or different experiences to to give hope to people, because often you know people um, in different situations um, can can lose hope and, and often do in the, the mental health space. So it's sort of like my workforce and all of our workforce, our clinicians as well, are the carriers of hope for people at times so Gabriel, when they lose hope. Uh, apologies, I was, you know, I interrupted you at the end. I do apologize for that one. Um, I, I'm bursting from 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 curiosity right now. Um, he, obviously, you know, you know the Matt Caravana and you know his his situation as it is. You know, what I mean, he's a uh, uh, he's yeah. a wheelchair. He tried to commit suicide, and you know, I have the one of couple of questions. So if you want to take notes of those questions, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, joke on aside, uh, Gabriel. What do you see right now uh, apart, you know, like I, I always, you know, you know, I always admire what the Matt he's doing and and, and, and he trying to commit suicide and, you know, ending up alive. But Gabriel, what do you see as the biggest now obstacle for the, everybody in mental health? Because in, in all honesty, you know, I, I don't hear a lot of in a, in a public domain we talk about mental health and uh, I think it's not mentioned so very often, but yet mm-hmm. I I witnessed it personally, I witnessed a lot of people in my workplace and around me, people are struggling and what worries me when they stop talking about their problems. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'm not a <laughs> professional like yourself, I either have experiences on that. But what are you seeing right now with the mental health, what's happening and you know, why is happening and, you know, what, what's the sum of the solutions, you know, you can suggest? Mm. Yeah, I think there's a, a number of um, obstacles um, and, and that is sometimes accessing help, um, particularly in the community. So, you know, where I work is, is more the acute services and, we, you know, where people present to the emergency department. Yeah. Um, but I think it's difficult for people accessing help in the community. Um, and we've certainly seen illnesses like um, anxiety on the, the rise, um, particularly during COVID. Um, but I think, you know, a big issue has been um, COVID and, you know, sort of people being at home and not having the opportunity to reach out to people. Yes. Um, you know, I had um, someone I was... Um, working with that um, started in a new job and was working, um, you know, remotely from home and didn't have her usual supports around her to see she was struggling. So, um, you know, even I find the remoteness, you know, challenging working from home. Um, so, you know, people, you don't have those people picking up, picking up on cues, you know, when, you, you know, you might notice, you know, when people are quiet or not talking, not having usual conversations, um, even the way they address, you know, um, withdrawal. Uh, so I think that's a huge thing is the isolation for people now. Yes. Um, 
and I think that's that's a big obstacle. Because Matt um, and I, we discuss this, you know, quite often on our show. I'm glad he brought you because, you know, COVID is becoming more like a religion rather than just being the virus. And, uh, you know, there's so many experts over there. But it is, you know, I mean, like, I'm saying this in, in New South Wales and I have a full right to say this even in, you know, the first of all, what worries me, um, you know, I don't care for divisions amongst the people. People usually agree, disagree, and I, don't, I couldn't care less because I saw this before. But, but somebody who lived in uh, under duress for almost six years during the war, you know, mm. I, I found the war, it's much more easier than what is the lockdowns, in, in, mm. in, in all honesty, because I knew wow. it, yeah, honestly, Matt, because, wow. you know, I knew it, I yeah. in, in the front line, I need to do the trainings and everything else, but yet you had all these perks which you don't have now, socialism with the people, you know what I mean, and, you know, you come mm -hmm. home, have a shower, you know, go again, have drinks, you know, then your girlfriend breaks your heart because she's met some, some aggressive student, you know, because she doesn't want to be shooting <laughs> with all these things, but the, in mm -hmm. hindsight, uh, I found very extremely difficult uh, uh, to, to understand uh, prolonged fatigue of the lockdown, uh, mm. And I can compare this with, with the combat, let's say it be 10, 14, 15 days somewhere, and, you know, you already feel homesick and, you know, feel separated from everything, but yet, you know, you endure because, you know, have the, it is expiration day. And the lockdown mm. is not easy, but, you know, I said to Matt, I found lockdown much more difficult than the combat. And, mm. you know, there is nobody talks to us as a professional, professionals on that expertise like yourself to... Access and the Matt Caruana, he shares his wisdom and, and his knowledge about suicide prevention to the youngest one, which we have no at all to control. And, mm. uh, you know, so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being there, Gabriel, for all these people struggling. Because even you need uh, somebody to you know, listen to you, I, I presume, right, Matt? You know, like even people who helps us, you know, need so. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure Gabrielle could vouch for this as well, but like, even with the work I do, I mean, I mean, you've got to ensure that you have, you're supporting yourself. Absolutely. Those um, self-care strategies, yeah, because, you know, it can be very um, challenging and, and difficult work and especially coming from the, um, the lived experience. So, you know, you're living it all the time and then you're working in that environment and, and being able to um, switch off. So, yeah, we have to do a lot of work around those things, you know, and especially during this time because I, I think it's so, it's the uncertainty and it's the loss of control. I think for, for people so you really need to keep your um, your routines going as much as you can and, and that you've you know got controls around the decisions you can make because there's a lot of decisions we can't make now and, and yeah I, I think it's just difficult for people sitting in that uncertainty not knowing you know what's going to happen next week or and then you know planning your your future um you know being able to do things and um yeah all those things being put on on hold you know and we've all had those um experiences look um, I, it's, this but this is that's what i try to say we have a, a lot of Matt and I opportunities to talk to the people and you know how they can help mm. other ones to businesses but mental health is a very tricky and for mm. that reason I'd like to say thank you for being guest today with us Gabrielle we'll take a short break Matt what do you think yeah it sounds good we'll be back with you with you guys Gabrielle Village is live with us on Live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario and Matt here to take you on a short break short break yes Alive 90.5.
Ever have that sinking feeling that you forgot to get the gas bottle filled for the barbecue or outdoor heater? Do you worry about transporting a gas bottle in the boot of your car? Kangaroo Gas has got you covered. Kangaroo Gas will deliver 8.5 kilogram gas bottles to your home or business. Call 0405 LPG LPG or go to kangaroogas.com.au. That's 0405 LPG LPG online at kangaroogas.com.au or find them on Facebook. Station sponsor. Hi, Alan Barnes from Dural Pool Shop. Do you know you can upgrade your existing pool pump? chlorinator and heating to world-class energy efficiency. We have been advising customers on ways to improve their pool energy efficiency for many years and can discuss and offer several energy strategies that will reduce your carbon footprint and save you money. Speak to one of the team on 9651 4799 or visit Dural Pool Shop opposite the Vicar Hotel on Newline Road, Dural. We'll help you to get your pool looking just how you want it. A proud station sponsor. You must understand The touch of your hand Makes my pulse react That it's only the thrill Of boy meeting girl Opposites attract It's physical You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love but a second hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Oh, what's love got to do?
28 minutes past two here on a live 90.5 business insights with Mario and Matt live. We are not in studio, unfortunately, due to COVID lockdown, as Mario previously said, we can't have anyone in studio, but on the phone live, we have Gabrielle Village and Gabrielle is a key leader in the industry of mental health. So Gabrielle, you're based in Queensland. And unfortunately, recently, you guys have gone back into lockdown. How? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and it's... Isn't that good? You know, you go in the morning for the coffee and then like, you know, while sipping the first cup of the coffee, it's like, lockdown, man! <laughs> it's just like a sister. <laughs> oh, my God. Eh? I was in Ely Beach last week and then it, I got home and then they announced the lockdown. So... Ely Beach is North Queensland, so there's no masks. And I thought, oh, I wish I'd stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, must, it must have been hard to come back to yeah. Brisbane, yeah. 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 So so with, with lockdown, obviously the biggest thing lockdown is bringing about is disconnection. Mm. Disconnection mm. in relationships yeah. help people feel disconnected within themselves. They can't access a lot, a lot of the things that they're passionate about. And whether it even be their careers, right? So, try with me two funerals over the Zoom, one wedding over the Zoom, you wedding know, over yeah, Zoom. Yeah, back in, back in my back in my home, everything was a Zoom. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't imagine that. But, anyways, Gabrielle, what does connection mean for people and their mental health? I think it's um, it, it's very important because I think when people are, are struggling, they won't openly talk about it. You know, as I said before, I think it's 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 people picking up on the, on the, the little cues. You know, when when you're not doing so well, and um, it's it's really important to have those. You know, it doesn't have to be a big group of friends or, um, but but someone who can pick up on those things. So. Um, you know, and it's it's so it's having those family members or a friend, um, but also um, connections to things. You know, which which we miss during lockdown. So um, you know, like I do yoga, and I can't go to my yoga studio. So one of my teachers has put something up online. It's certainly not the same, but keeps you connected. Um, I have friends in um, in Melbourne and during their lockdown sort of made a friends from school and made a social connection that we used to catch up because um, they were getting quite down and feeling very um, isolated. So um, connection is extremely um, important. And, you know, if you're not feeling so good and you, you know, go along to a social group or meet up with people, um, that makes you feel good. And you're able to, to have those conversations. Look, you know, I'm feeling really anxious or I'm feeling a bit you know, a bit down um, and they're able to, to give you suggestions and often to say, you know, I get those I, I get those thoughts and feelings as well, you know. Um, so, and it, and it gives you a boost, you know. We, we all experience that, but very difficult um, when we don't have those um, social connections, but it's, it's being able to, whilst in lockdown, is to somehow find those connections. Um, and I was reading something yesterday about is, is you know, connecting, obviously, in, in different ways, um, you know, and is to, to contact those um, loved ones or, or you know, um, family members and even my 
a lot of my workforce are working from home. So I just make the point to, to contact them, you know, and to um, speak to them. And whether we do that via, you know, Zoom or, or via phone, but um, just important to, to keep that and then to reach out to, to people around us if they haven't been... Um, you know, if they haven't been in contact. But with would you would you agree, uh, Gabrielle, with that one? This um, when we say social contact, which is, mm. I think it's a, actually it's it's definition of humanity. You know, social interaction. Yeah, you know, mm. and yeah. I, I think with removing that part, it's I think it's a, it's a, it's mm. it's the biggest one because mm. you know in Sydney we are like on now week seven. And, um, you know, I'm not doing the TikTok guy with the numbers, but my predictions are we're going to be like the same about something like this, you know. But mm, mm. Um, yeah, as I said, like for somebody who experienced this, some type of this uh, fatigue and stress, I said, like, you know, it's it's much more easy to be in a combat than, than in lockdown. And, mm. you know, uh, people try to reach professions like yourself. And, you know, I believe you're overwhelmed. Um, they need to look for this, you know, the moment, like like this very moment, you know, Gabriel, it, 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 is, mm-hmm. it is not funny. I'm seeing Matt Caruana in studio. We are like a Teletubbies, right? You know, <laughs> against the chief health mm-hmm. officer, you know, maybe hugging each mm-hmm. other and everything else. But joke on the side, uh, you know, like I'll make you laugh, you know. So that's a good one, you know. <laughs> now we always, now we always <laughs> the jar of Nutella to each one, Matt and myself. <laughs> and the mental health is very important. It's look, uh, it's it's always, it's a good to uh, share the phrases, motivational quotes, you know, and mm-hmm. all these things. But but reality is a totally different there. Eh? Does Absolutely. pill help? Does the pills help? You know, do we should have the more pills, Gabriel? Should we take the more pills or something? Oh, look, I think it's a um, a combination of um, things. You know, whether it be um, you know medications, one of them. Um, you know, for for um, a lot of people. Um, but um, and and you know, is once again having those people around you, uh, having a familiar. GP that you see, um, you know, that is able to pick up, you know, if you go and see them, that you know, you, you've got a good rapport with. You can talk about if you if you're not doing well. Um, so at times, um, you know, some people are on um, with mental health issues always take medication. Um, some people it might be for a um, period, but it can be of great assistance. I would like to ask um, a question between you and Matt. I have the question for you, and Matt, to answer me. This lockdown, I know that with certainty that, you know, we have an increased number of people taking lives. No question asked, even it's not publicized so much, but there is a data on uh, government websites and everything else. Gabrielle, why do people take their life? Why is that, well, Matt, why do people are suicidal? You know what I mean? You have a different experience pre-COVID, but Gabrielle and you, Matt, maybe mm. can talk about this. Mm. Mm. What makes people to do this? You know what I mean? Is, is there any qualification of the of the signs or symptoms or, you know, maybe mentally uh, <clears throat> they're much, much, some people are more, more weaker. Or what, what's happening with the person who decide to, you know, to take their own life? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, um, Matt, do you think it's about um, loss of hope? Definitely, um, definitely. I th- and I, I, yeah. I can very much vouch for that. What yeah. brought me on, I suppose, to the place where I was five years ago, it was definitely loss of hope. Not just loss mm-hmm. of hope, but the feeling of worthlessness within me. Mm-hmm. Feeling like I was a waste of space. And mm-hmm. not just feeling that, but believing it. By believing it, mm-hmm. it, it, it would then influence my thoughts, my mm-hmm. actions, and, and obviously how I felt. And so that would literally dictate my whole life. 
if my mm. if my life's purpose was to be a waste of space, why was I here mm. anymore? And mm. Mm. I've I, and it's just me personally, like with the people that I've worked with, and and like and I had a lot of conversations with people who have gone and attempted. Like what brought them to the point? It was always mm. like you said at the very beginning, um, Gabrielle. Hope the the the, the mm. loss of hope. Mm. I just mm. love, I just love your honesty, Gabrielle. Now your now it's your turn, Gabrielle. Yeah, and I think that um, we we all have those thoughts from time to time, um, and they can be a um, you know an, an impulse, and um, you can act on it. Um, but I, I think also um, despair. Uh, and and people feeling that they're a burden on people, you know, when people start to think, oh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm a burden on my parents, I'm a burden on my family, or my friends, um, that that plays into it as well. But De- um, yeah, definitely, it, and I, f- I feel like that comes with the whole like, worthlessness, the yeah, feeling like yeah, the, yeah you, you, you're a waste of space, you're you're a burden on others, yeah. you're not worth being yeah. here anymore. Now, yeah, absolutely. It, it's heartbreaking given these situations with lockdown and COVID. And you you mentioned earlier in terms of connection, there are diff- definitely other ways we can phone someone, we can have a Zoom call, all those important things we can do, these little steps to ensure that we're still in contact. Do you think people are able to keep up their connection though just through those um, those those platforms? Do you think people are taking it well? I think that people need a contact, social t- uh, touch, you know what I mean? Like, and that's me. How much you I don't know, Gabriel, please share with us. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, um, um, certainly we need that um, human interaction. You know, it is it is um, difficult via, you know, over the phone, you know, really seeing people's um, reaction, even on, in, on Zoom, you know. Um, Definitely. But it's, we, we sort of need to um, use those of forms of technology at the moment to um, connect with people. My son's in um, Portugal and he got there last February and hit lockdown and, you know, they've been in sort of restrictions since he's been there. And, um, you know, it's very difficult over FaceTime and, you know, um, over phone calls sort of, you know, trying to connect and, and seeing where he's at, you know. Um, in this space and, you know, not knowing anyone, sort of being in lockdown for that period of time. Um, but, uh, you know, it's picking up on those um, cues with people, isn't it? You know, their, their voice and um, the conversation. Yeah, so mm. it's, it's very, um, very challenging. But I think we've just got to, you know, normally I ring my mum once a day, but I've gone to ringing her twice a day, you know, because she's, she's 80. And I think it's it's difficult for that um sort of um, age group as well, sort of, you know, coming oh, to the winter of their, their lives and, you know, sort of thinking, well, you know, um, what, what is there to look forward to, you know, but I think it's, it's difficult for all ages. So, yeah, I think we've just got to really make the, really make an effort to um, try and um, have that connection and, and to reach out to people when they're, they're not, you know, in contact with you and just to keep But do you believe, Gabrielle, that people uh, actually don't want, to, there's, there's a portion of the group of the people who doesn't mm. want to call the helpline. Uh, and, mm. Uh, mm. you know, I, again, I'm saying from my experience, I can't share, uh, you know, on, mm. a, on, a, on a medical, you know, advice mm. or understanding men- mental health. But, mm. you know, I know that people I used to be know, uh, they're mm. changing to something else and they're becoming... Uh, very quiet and uh, mm. they're avoiding now actually even 
conversing anymore and worries me this mm. you know worries me because i know that once when the people us go into that mode of the being silent you know it's terrifying it's because you know yeah. i know that something goes to the mind and do you believe there's a portion of the people or is not a good messaging you know in public and media about mental health Oh yeah, look, there, there's certainly um, stigma. I think we've, we've come a long way, um, you know, and we talk about external stigmas, you know, from the community, but I, I think probably what is worse is the internal stigma, you know, so knowing, you know, you might have some, you know, thoughts or you not, might know you're withdrawing, but um, you're embarrassed or ashamed of saying, you know, look, I need help, I've, I've got anxiety, you know, I've got depression, yeah. um, what can I do? But, um, and, and sometimes people aren't, aware either you know that we're not usually that well informed as well informed about mental health as as physical health yeah. you know so that that can be an issue as well um mm, so they're very linked certainly right? a lot of yeah internal stigmas with people well gabrielle well. we'll take a short break uh we're talking to gabrielle village from queensland we talk about mental health and suicide with the two experts uh matthew carana my partner in crime on a line 90.5 <laughs> The man who commits suicide and survived and now he's uh, sharing his insights uh, and uh, his his experience why not to commit suicide and the Gabriel Village uh, true expert from the Queensland you know stay tuned with us you're listening to Line 95 Business Insights with Matt and Mario and our guest Gabriel Village from Queensland stay with us Heels to Hawkesbury Community News is a fortnightly free local publication packed with stories about local people, news, puzzles and a whole lot more, including history, a guide to community groups, tradesmen and a variety of local advertisers. Supporting the community for 35 years and as a proud sponsor of Alive 90.5, we believe it's important to keep our community connected. Enjoy your coffee with station sponsor Hills to Hawkesbury Community News. Pick up a copy at your local shopping centre, visit hillstohawkesbury.com.au or follow them on Facebook. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. It's all I listen to. Alive 90.5. Playing cool music.
That's my favourite favorite tune to hear every week, that little beat playing in the background in Business Insights with Mario and Matt. It's 13 minutes to three and we're currently at 16 degrees. Live with us, we are speaking with Gabrielle Village from Queensland, who is a key leader in the space of mental health. Now, Gabrielle, this lockdown, it's, it's affecting everyone, right? And mm-hmm. we, we just spoke on Connection, that's being a obviously a very key thing for us to keep our mental health in check keep us well how have your peer workers been taking the situation as well because they are here to support others although it's it, having lived experience it's 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 something to to work with as well it's definitely a juggle how do, how do you believe they're doing in this period of time taking care of people that take care of themselves as well yeah, um, I think it's been good for them um, being a lot of them are front line, so they've still been at work, um, which is good. And I think um, that they've got those um, team supports and people around them, um, which is really important. Um, and, you know, we talk a lot about um, self-care, so, you know, having good diet, um, exercise, the, the social connections, um, and we do a lot of um, training with them um, around those things and how to maintain their, their best health. Um, but, you know, certainly it's particularly um, has brought up a lot of, um, I think, issues for our workforce is around the, um, the anxieties um, around this. So just trying to um, best support them um, and, you know, that they, they best support each other. So a lot of theirs is, is around the, the social connection that we're talking about um, and, and getting supports from their families. Um, but a lot of them... Um, you know, do talk about exercise as being really important because that does make you feel good, you know, the endorphins. Um, so trying to maintain that, whether doing something um, online, some sort of a, a program. So, yeah, I think the fact that they've still been at work um, and that, you know, in a very um, supportive environment has been has been good for them and trying to, um, you know, we talk about trying to maintain a, a routine throughout this, you know, whether, it, you know, it's things you're used to do or new things you're needing to adopt to, to keep some sort of routine in your life. I think that's been really essential for, for people. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, with because the thing is, right, like because we're restricted in terms of connections at the moment and what we can mm. access, mm. we're with ourselves mm. a lot. And because we're with ourselves mm. a lot, we, we definitely mm. need to have strategies in place to tackle this current situation. So what would you say would be a very healthy and, well, I suppose, empowering, if you want to use that word, pattern to have within, within ourselves? When we're with ourselves, what, what would your advice be for listeners on how we can best support ourselves yeah as I said I I think it's the routine Um, you know nice to get up and and, um, to to, um, do some some readings or some meditation um, or you know do some sort of uh, exercise in the morning Um, and nice to do some reflections around you know what you are grateful for um, in in your life, you know, just to keep a a little diary. I think reflections are good. Um, And, you know, it's it's an opportunity sort of to look at it as an opportunity perhaps to to learn some new things. 
um, for, for people. Um, you know, people have um, taken up cooking and, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, doing those sort of things. Um, but, um, yeah, I think the... Um, uh, yeah, you know, even if you... Like, I, I put something up on my fridge and the first thing I put in there is sort of my yoga and exercise sessions for the week. I build those in sort of above and beyond everything else. Although, I have to say, um, you know, I've, I've sort of fallen down this week with the, the lockdown, so that's even been challenging for me when I know... You know, I need to be doing these things. Um, so, yeah, just getting that um, routine and sticking with it. And, and once again, you know, having someone um, supporting you to do that, you know, like giving someone a call, you know, uh, have you done your, you know, your online group today? You know, have you, you know, have you been writing your meditation? So being able to bounce that with someone. Um, positive affirmations um, are, are really good. Um, and not using too much social media, you know, um, and, and you know, I've switched off the, a lot of the news because it's a continual COVID. It, it's, it's very depressing at times hearing that continual messaging, which is often sensationalised. So I find if I want COVID information, I'll go to the ABC and look it up as opposed to, you know, having the, um, the TV on all the time and, and listening to that negative messaging, which, you know, can have a huge impact on your mood. Um, so, yeah, it's getting into um, some routines I think is important you know try and stick with your your health and and um, you know having good food or as good as you can you know having your breakfast at certain time and your lunch and your dinner um, and yeah is and trying to um, build a, a routine build building a schedule in your day um, so that you know you're sort of um, focused on doing those things as opposed to sort of not having a schedule where sometimes you can wander off and you know start thinking of negative thoughts so is to try and um, you know keep yourself active in, in your mind and in your body just to, to keep your you know your self-worth up and your positivity and your, your energy I know that's difficult. It's it's easy to say, and sometimes I fall off it, and we all fall off it. But as you know, Matt, you know, exercise is really important. Um, you know, and now there's a lot of online programs. You know, you can do really simple things online, um, and and in groups. Um, you know, which is um, which is 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 good. You know, everything's there. Um, so yeah, I just think the particularly to keep up some exercise. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, whatever and it might be. You know, what I love about you, what you, what you're sharing right now, is what all these things are doing, especially the routine aspect. It's giving people mm. the, in a way, the most normal life that they've had before, still now, mm. right? Because mm. they, yes, used to, they, they more than likely they had a routine beforehand, yes. but but now like they can still keep that while in an unfortunate circumstance, being locked down and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very important because you have to remember, you know, this this is all out of our control now, and you feel that loss of control. So it's getting some control into your life, you know, to to make you feel more positive in this situation. Yes. Def yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I, I do have one last question before we do have to wrap up, unfortunately, and it's based around so. It's, it's something that we haven't touched on. We, we need a lot more time to talk on, but I would love to touch on it. Spirituality. 
and mental mm. health, right? Because mm. we talk about connection being other people, but how about feeling connected to ourselves? I feel that's what, personally, that's just my belief. I, that's what I believe spirituality is, is the c- connecting to your true self. So, w- what do you believe is the role in spirituality and its ability to influence mental health as well? Yeah, you know, I used to, um, years ago, run a uh, spirituality and hope group on an inpatient ward with a um, pastor. And, um, you know, he used to often talk, well, you know, when we ran the groups, the importance of spirituality. So, you know, whether it be religious base or faith in yourself, I think it's very important. It's a, a, another aspect of mental health that's particularly um, important. And, and in those dark times that you're able to turn to, you know, your higher self or, or something um, within your life um, has a huge um impact on on people so i think it's very um important matt whatever that might be um and you know as i said sometimes you know important to to do some um readings about that um and to to have some form of faith um you know and yeah particularly now so it's very very important is to re-engage with that um and and you know to put some people around you that are like-minded that you can have those conversations about those things um you know like you and i sometimes do matt you know mm. just um yeah speaking with someone and bouncing those things off but uh yeah very important and i i get that probably through meditation and yoga and um you know those sorts of things but um being able to find that you know knowing that you know there 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 is something around us there is you know a force around us that um supports us and i think it's really important for people it's a it's a wonderful part of life to have that certainly very supportive um you know as i said when 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 you're having dark thoughts is to to bring you back into oh. into yourself. Oh God, yeah, and and thank you for sharing that, sharing that, Gab. I mean, with my personal experience, I believe. With, I mean, just with meditation, spirituality. When I'm the most lonely, that is when spirituality comes into play, where I don't feel as alone. Right, I I start mm. to feel mm. like I am connected to something, mm. and I don't know. Mm. For me, that's been a blessing that I, I've come yeah. across it at a young age and I've delved myself into it. But uh, unfortunately, Gab, we do have to wrap this um, th- this chat up and I've loved it. Both Mario and I are saying we, we have to bring you back because th- th- there's a much bigger topic we can um, dive into. Obviously, given the situation, we're talking about COVID, but I'd love to expand <laughs> on <laughs> more exciting <I> stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, so so Gabrielle, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, so I can um, send you some information, Matt, put on your website if they need to um, contact me. Um, that would be um, great. I'll um, give you my um, email probably would be best. So, shall I do yep. that now, or do you yep. want to? Um, um, uh, that that's completely up to you. If you'd like to share your email publicly, is there um it, or maybe even the um, Metro South Addiction and Mental Health Services, maybe their website as well. Yes, yep, they can um, go on there and um, certainly contact me through that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. W- w- what was that website? So, is Metro M M S A M H S. M S A M H S. Yes. Yep. Dot is yep. it just dot com dot au? Yes. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. So yeah, and one last thing I I, I just want to say is thank you, 
Gab, you've been right, a, you. a very, very, um, like, <laughs> how I say it? I always love talking to you. This and this does feel like just a back and forth conversation. Although I would like to definitely expand on this, and so does Mario. So, and thank you for being our guest today, Gabrielle. No, thank you, Mario. Thanks for your questions. <laughs> I, I hope you've enjoyed Mario as much as I. Oh <laughs> my god! No, I enjoy his humor. It's good. I thank you for listening to Live ninety point five. That was our guest, Gabriela Village. Please check website at live nine hundred five dot com dot au tonight after six thirty pm. And the interview with Gabriela is going to be there. So hopefully, going to enjoy and find uh, interest in that interview. Okay, medical students, who can tell me what blood type A means? It means that A type antigens are in the blood. Very good. And who can tell me what B-type blood means? What, me? Me? Yes. A B-type blood means... Blacktown! Blacktown! Blacktown City! Woo! Blacktown City is in the blood! And is it a rare blood type? Um, not around my neck of the woods. Show your support and show up. Blacktown City FC. Your town, your team. Hello, I'm Sam Mamone and Director of Cherrybrook Real Estate, the specialist 